Warning, great marriage advice ahead. Marriage on the Rocks is not a licensed marriage counseling service. Our opinions and methods work for us, so your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 26th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion, and this week we are um, we're going to be talking about our cruise, and this was one of the drinks that was on the cruise, and it's called The Stupid Idiot. Yeah. Um, I could share what's in it, but... It's exclusive to cruise goers. Yeah. So if you want to know what's in the stupid idiot, you will have to go on the next Jer- Chris Jericho Rock and Wrestling Rager yeah. cruise. Yeah, don't be a stupid idiot yeah, and not Don't be go. a stupid idiot and get your tickets and go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty good though. It is awesome. I like it. So yeah, we um, a couple weeks ago we told you guys that we were going on this cruise and yep. we probably wouldn't have an episode last week Mm -hmm. so uh and we didn't yeah and we didn't and yeah i mean so for the first time in 26 weeks we missed our first we missed our first episode yeah uh uh-huh but it was it was nice it was nice to even not have the wi-fi you know like not Mm -hmm. constantly looking at your phone have to check your phone and yeah and just putting it away and um for the well i guess like we got into port and in the Bahamas and got to post a couple pictures or whatever. Yeah, then. briefly. Yeah, just for mm-hmm. a little bit that day. But, but it yeah. was by that evening it was all gone again because mm-hmm. once you're however many miles away from the shore, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we had an awesome time, yeah. a really good time. It was, it was so much fun. It was, I mean, I've never been on a cruise before anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so for this to be my first type of cruise, I think that it sets a pretty high, <laughs> high expectation yeah. and standard for if I ever do go on a, a cruise again. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was tons of fun, tons of, I guess, every, every there was always something going on, mm-hmm. always, uh, some sort of event or activity or yep. whatever. And it was a blast. Yeah. Usually from about 10 a.m. to 1 30 a.m. the next day there yeah. was something going on somewhere on the ship uh-huh. um, unless we were in port in the Bahamas then it didn't start till that afternoon mm-hmm yeah so um I don't know we kind of wanted to just talk <clears throat> about the cruise and and how much how much fun we had yeah well, I mean it was we we didn't get back until late Wednesday. Yeah. On Halloween night. Oh my gosh, really well, that was Halloween. a nightmare. <laughs> um, and so we didn't have time to do our full seven day prep to really talk about a relationship marriage topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and we knew we, we were getting a lot of questions and people asking about the cruise and mm-hmm. uh, people wanting stuff. So we were like, well, let's just talk about that. It's a little different than our usual format that we do. Yeah. But it was i think there was enough to talk about at least kind of going through the days that we were there and yeah and what we did and you know what we saw and the experiences we had that it should you know give us at least something to talk about for a little bit i know yeah at least a little yeah. bit <laughs> um so i guess we can start with like the very beginning yeah i mean we well we knew about this we knew about the cruise almost a year ago yeah. when he did it and i don't know if everybody listening even knows or what we're talking about. I know, yeah, that's um, true. Chris Jericho is a, first and foremost, he's a wrestler. He's been a wrestler for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he got started 
in the 90s at like some kind of mountain wrestling thing. He's from Canada and made his way through some of the promotions and all that. And I got wind of him mid to late 90s when he was in WCW. And I don't know if we've talked about it on here, but I've been a pretty big wrestling fan almost my entire life. Yeah, well, you kind of touched on it. Okay. Like one of the episodes and yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I've known who he, who he was for a long time and then... Several years ago, he started his own band with some of these guys he grew up with and knew, and so they started their own band called Fozzie, Mm -hmm. and uh, they actually started to get some notoriety and playing some big shows, and Chris Jericho and Fozzie, his band, toured last year on the Kiss Cruise. Oh, yeah, yeah. With Kiss and everybody, and I guess he talked to Paul Stanley about doing, he would like to do something like this, and he was like, you know what, I'm going to... I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And so they announced it about last November. Uh-huh. And uh, one of our friends was telling us about it. That's how we heard about it first. And we yeah. thought they were actually probably going to go. Go with us. Yeah. Um, well, even not with us because we didn't even know at that time that we would go. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we were like, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. But we we didn't we didn't look into it. We didn't really explore it that much. And um, it just seemed because of our hectic schedule, it's really hard to say, yeah, we're going to do this next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard to kind of plan out that far. Um, and then around the first of the year, probably February, March, whatever mm-hmm. it was, I started, I was on a trip and I don't even know what made me look. I think I, I just happened to kind of look at, at the Facebook page and realized who all was going and the initial kind of launch of who he said. And they, over the course of several months, they week every couple of weeks or whatever they would they release who else was going to be on the ship. Whether it was a rock band, whether it was a wrestler, whether it was a, a former wrestler, some kind of you know celebrity or talent in that world of wrestling and rock. Um, and so I was like, wow, there's going to be a lot of cool stars. And then I saw how small the cruise was, and for most cruises, they're they're usually four thousand plus people, um, and this one was twenty two hundred. Mm-hmm. And it was on a Norwegian Jade. It's one of their not smallest cruise ships, but one of their smaller ones. And even when we were in port compared to the other ships, oh yeah, you could the tell ones, how yeah. much larger those were. And mm-hmm. so, I thought that was nicer to be on a smaller ship with less people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we really looked into it and was like, you know what, this is this would be kind of fun. It's only you know four days. Yeah, we uh, you know left out of Miami. Mm-hmm. And we were like, this this could be kind of cool. Let's let's just do it. And then we were kind of waiting because I was supposed to be in Canada. Oh yeah. We were yeah. looking at. I was supposed to be in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And uh, my company couldn't decide if we were going to do it or not. And so I kind of forced. That's what it was. You forced an answer. Yeah, uh-huh. I was like, I need to know. I've got a I've got an opportunity to do something that we really. And I didn't tell them mm-hmm. exactly what it was, <laughs> but I was like, we're trying to plan a vacation and. Uh, finally, they were like, yeah, we're not going to do it. So was, as soon as they said no, I was like, let's book it because I don't want them to come back and say, no, we changed our mind. Yeah. Um, so we booked it. We paid for everything right then. Mm-hmm. And uh, then then the waiting game began from like February until, until you know, October. the end of October yeah. we were going to go. Um, but it was, it was one of those things just kind of really looking forward to it and getting excited about it. Um, and we usually don't plan something vacation-wise that far out. No. I think even even our honeymoon wasn't that, that far out, was oh, it? Oh, it was about that far out. Really? I would say, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, because we got married in May, and then 
Yeah, I guess you did. Yeah, I guess we did kind of decide pretty yeah. quickly. Because uh-huh. my dad was like, we wanted to pay for <laughs> your honeymoon. honeymoon. We already and paid I, for I was it like, oh, I already got yeah, it done, Dad. Sorry. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we yeah, so we flew into Miami on Friday the, what was that, 20... 27th? Th- Mm, I thought, I thought the cruise kicked off on the 27th. Am I wrong about that? Does it say it on there? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess not. So 30, 31st, 30, 29, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, yeah, 26. 26? Friday was the oh, 26, okay. yeah. And uh, yeah, so we flew up to Miami on 26, and that went pretty smooth, and we stayed right there in the port of Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, got upgraded. Got, yeah, got upgraded to the master suite, mm-hmm. uh, which was cool, and that was an awfully long night because... I'm a big Red Sox fan, and so we wanted to watch the game, and that was the night it went 18 innings. And they lost. And they still lost. And they won the World Series, which we missed on the ship. (laughs) Didn't get to watch one single game on the boat. They had the only sport they were playing was soccer and wrestling. (laughs) Yeah, and wrestling and Nacho Libre. (laughs) Yeah, and they played Nacho Libre all the time. But um, yeah, so uh, yeah, that was the last game we got to see, Mm -hmm. and we didn't find out. We had to ask other people that were wearing that were wearing Red Sox stuff because we didn't. I wasn't paying a hundred some dollars for the internet package. Yeah, and yeah, uh, we don't even pay that much for our Wi-Fi at home. Yeah, internet for thirty days. Yeah, and even with Netflix and Hulu. Yeah, along with that, (laughs) we don't pay that much. So yeah, we were like, no, we're not gonna. So I just find somebody in a Red Sox hat or jersey. Hey, did you hear the score of the game? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they won, and then we found out the World Series mm-hmm. while we were in the Bahamas. We found yeah. out the next day, mm-hmm. um, that morning. And so, uh, but yeah, so we get up Saturday. We had the first boarding time of noon, mm-hmm. and so we got over there about eleven forty-five, and got out of the Uber and walked up, and they had two lines, one for. The performers and the talent and the celebrities, and then another one for just the ship Regular. passengers. Uh-huh. And we all kind of converged through the security checkpoint itself, and then we all kind of walked together. And as we're walking up, they have security and whoever with the the port authority that's kind of directing people. And they asked, they asked me, "Are you are you one of the wrestlers?" <laughs> and I, I was like, "No." And I don't know if he just didn't hear me mm-hmm. or what, but he was like, okay, we'll go over this way. And there was a kind of these big bars with the black curtains on them. And we see everybody else in these huge long lines. And then we realize as we're walking through this <laughs> little area, they sent us to the celebrity talent area. side. Yeah. And we were like, okay, well, there's there's Jim Ross and there's <laughs> yeah. Jerry Lawler and there's Diamond Dallas Page and there's some of the guys from Ring of Honor and they were there with their families and yeah, and we're like trying, well, we're trying to like contain ourselves and like yeah. not be <laughs> not geek out because we're yeah. surrounded by all of these and we're people. yeah, and we're not supposed to be in that area anyway, mm-hmm. so we're just like. This is cool. Yeah. But. <laughs> so we had to fill out all of our health information cards and mm-hmm. then go set up our ship accounts. And we had Jim Ross right behind us. Yeah. And then I can't remember, like, I know Diamond Dallas Page got done before us, but there was somebody else in front of us. But the rock bands and stuff were there, mm-hmm. and they were all checking in through it as well. And so we just play it cool. Mm-hmm. I kept thinking, once they see my name, they're going to be like, you're, you're not on the list. <laughs> and they didn't. They just rang everything up, put us through the stuff. And then they provided us a personal escort. Yes, to go up to, to our room. To take us up to where we were going to go find our room. <laughs> and then that was the other thing was we got on at noon. And as soon as we get on, they're saying over the speakers how nobody's room's going to be ready till 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. And so they had the corridor shut to where you couldn't go to your room. Well... 
we didn't check bags. We travel so much that we, we can pack for a week in a carry-on. Yeah, that's a um, bag. And so we didn't check our well, bags. Well, and it was a good thing that we didn't, too, because our connecting flight... Yeah, our yeah, our connecting flight wouldn't have made it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Our bags wouldn't have made it. Uh-huh. Um, and so then we see some of the... A couple of the celebrities were right there. We realized, kind of like, man, all these... All these other little celebrities are staying in our hallway. Yeah. Because they were all kind of waiting there. And then one of them comes out and says, I just talked to the maid. And she said, we can put our stuff in our room. And so we just acted like we were talented, supposed to. And so I was like, all right. So we just walked and found our room and put stuff in there. And then set our stuff down and then went and explored the ship. Yeah. Um, But then we came back down later. That's when, like, the comedian Brad Williams and... Those other guys were still sitting there, like with their luggage, kind of afraid to go through. Yeah. And then we ran into like Colt Cabana and them, and he was like, "Where are we gonna go?" And so I just acted like I was part of the group, <laughs> and like, "Oh man, they're letting us put our stuff in our room. Just head down this way." <laughs> and so it was just well. And then your only our only regret is not trying or like yeah. Because there was one section because whenever they brought us upstairs to where our room was, he told us that. You know, go over here. This is where you can get your credentials and get your talent access passes. Mm-hmm. And the word credential scared me because like, they're going to want proof that we're <laughs> yeah, actually we're somebody. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and we should. And I, we, after we didn't do it, I was like, man, we should have went up there and been like, we're with Marriage on the Rocks podcast. <laughs> because they may have just been like, oh, oh okay. Because okay. there was like four podcasts there. They were uh-huh. all wrestling. Yeah. But they may have been like, okay, here you go. And then we could have. Had all that would have been cool. Um, but it was neat because where our room was on the eleventh deck was the main like talent suites were at each end. So like, <clears throat> and I saw the video from Rey Mysterio. Oh, of his room was huge. Wow. But he was on one of those ends, and then I think Jericho and his family were on this end, mm. and then the other ones. But you know, we saw anybody that knows wrestling. I mean, the the Young Bucks are a tag team from Ring of Honor, and they were there with their wives and. Kids. They, they. I know. I don't think the Jackson brothers are actually twins, but they definitely look much alike. But their families were kind of identical. It was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But they both had a wife, and they both had two small children. And they were staying right down the hall. And then one of my, you know, lifelong legend idols, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, was him and his wife were right there, like two doors down from yeah, us. Yeah, so like right across. As the soon hallway. as we set our luggage down and walked out, they passed us. Mm-hmm. And. I, you know, when I see, I'm weird, and I don't know if other people do this with celebrities, but when I see a celebrity of somebody that I've been, and it's funny because Jericho talked about this on stage. Yeah, he did. Yeah, And he kind of said what I had said, but Mm -hmm. when you see somebody you've seen on television your entire life, and I've known who, I can't even remember a time when I didn't know who Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was. I mean, he's just, I've always known who he was, Mm -hmm. and, uh. Just to seem, I, I, you know, I just kind of blurt out, "Oh, hey, yeah, hey, Mr. Steamboat." Like I know him, and like he, not not necessarily that I know him, but that he's supposed to know me, <laughs> right? Yeah. And he, it kind of, he's like, "Oh, hi," uh-huh. like like he did know me. It was just kind of weird, and uh, so we passed him, and then later on that night or that afternoon, we passed we him again, him. and I was like, "Hey, can I can I get a picture with you?" Because we, uh, you know, I, I was like, "I've already passed you a couple times the hallway here," and. So he's like, yeah, sure. And so we took a picture, and then his wife was like, well, let me hey, get a picture of the three of you. Yeah, all of you. She was super sweet. Oh, yeah. And they both were. Yeah, they were both super very sweet. nice, yes. very approachable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we saw them, you know, probably oh, every day mm-hmm. just because we were right there. And that was, 
you know, I I had done a cruise previously, 15 years ago. Oh, wow. And it was just not, it was a destination place. So we left out of Long Beach and went to Catalina and Ensenada and came back. And it was with a group of people. And so we kind of had our own itinerary of we're going to eat here, we're going to do this, we're going to take pictures and... And they had like the captain's dinner where you had to bring a tuxedo on and all that. And and it was, there was fun opportunities, but I don't know if I would want to do a regular cruise ever again, mm-hmm. because this seeing the, the celebrities mm-hmm. and eat and, and you know, you're all on the ship together. So they all have to eat in the same place as you eat. Yeah. They have to go work out. And since we, you know, we do work out, that was one of the other things was, that was cool. hardly anybody on the ship that wasn't a wrestler or a musician worked out except uh-huh. us. Yeah. And so when we would go to the gym every morning, the ratio of <clears throat> talent to passengers was extreme. Oh yeah. And so that's where we would see a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And that's where we would have friendly conversations with them yeah. because we were, sharing machines and working in with one another and uh-huh. and all that and that you you were it was almost like forced companionship uh-huh. because the celebrities can't get away from you I and know. I don't know how they how they would feel about it I know that's um, true I think some of the younger guys that were kind of really getting a taste for it were really enjoying it uh-huh. and and you could kind of tell I mean even even the ones that you could tell from the whether they were rock stars or wrestlers or whoever the ones that wanted to be secluded mm-hmm. and the ones that didn't mind being out yeah, and about. Yeah, Like true. Noel and Frank, we saw them all over the place. All the time, yeah. Um, and I was I was actually suspecting her getting hounded a lot more I know. than she did. Uh-huh. And I don't know. It may, and she may say it was really bad the first day. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, we saw them the first day. Yeah. And that was, that was funny. Uh-huh. And it was... Of what, like two weeks before the cruise? Was yeah. it two or three weeks? No, it was a month. It, it was, was exactly a month. A month oh, it was a month out. Uh-huh. She, Noelle Foley, um, she's the daughter of the famous wrestler, wrestler Mick Foley, but she has, she's tall. Beautiful. Her mom's a model, was a model, and so she, she's a model uh-huh. too. Um, and she kind of kind of backdoored her way into celebrity fame just yeah. by being Mick's daughter, but I know just watched, like they had her like, on panels and stuff through wrestling, and I'm like, "Who's that?" Mm-hmm. And I'm, and then I saw Fo- Foley, and, and I think Seth was like, "That's mixed that's, daughter." Yeah, I know. And you're like, "Really? That's and mixed I was like, daughter?" Really? That's mixed yeah. daughter? And then you kind of see what he looks like when he was younger. And it's like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, she looks just, just like him." <laughs> and uh, and so and then we we watched her her and her dad have a reality show called mm-hmm. Holy Foley mm-hmm. that was on the WWE Network, and we watched the entire series. Yeah. And got a way better perspective of not just them, but the entire family. Yeah. And the entire family was on the ship. Yeah. Or, all except of them. for Dewey, her oldest brother. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he, he's, he's a, a writer for, for WWE. WWE. But Mick and his wife and the two other boys and Noel and Noel's boyfriend, Frank, who was in the show, mm-hmm. um, who everybody gives a hard time. Everybody hates him. He's just Frank. a super oh, sweet he's guy. He's cool. Yeah. He's and, really cool. Uh, and you can tell Noel's just crazy about him. Yeah. Oh, they're both crazy about each other. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but about a month out or exactly a month out, Noel had posted something on Instagram about, yeah, like who's going to be cruising with me yeah. on the Chris Jericho cruise. And so I commented and I was like, I will be, yeah. <laughs> can't wait or something. And, and she's like, awesome. Yeah. She commented back uh-huh. and tagged you in the comment. Yeah. 
And we kind of made the joke. Uh-huh. Like, I think you screenshotted it and sent it to Seth and Trent. Yeah. He's was like, uh-huh. I'm going to be cruising with my buddy. Yeah. And all that stuff. So we just kind of made light of it. And then shortly after we got on the ship, was it before, was it, had, had Fozzie already played yet? Or they hadn't even played yet, right? I don't think so. Yeah. yeah we see them walk by. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, when they walk by again, you, you should just flag her down. Yeah, hey. She may know who you are. They, like, maybe remember you. And we're just kind of joking about yeah. it. Yeah. And then they kind of are walking towards our direction. And you were like, Noel. Noel. And like waving at her. And she's like, hi. Hey. Like waving. And she's like, I know you. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you're Melissa, right? I was like, I was like, oh, no. My name's Crystal. <laughs> she's like, oh, I, she's like, I swear I know you. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. Yeah. So we talked to them for a little bit and took a picture. And, and then we just, we kept seeing them and the karaoke thing yeah. and lunch and dinner and Hanging out, and they they attended all of the event, all of the events that the fans attended. Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah, and that was one of the other really neat things about it was because you had like seasoned and experienced and legend type of wrestlers there. These younger guys that were, you know, had only been in the business for a few years were in, as interested in what they had to say as we were, and so we would go to these to some of the podcast recordings or the the uh, just the speaking engagements mm-hmm. and you know sitting behind you next to you in front of you were wrestlers that were just there to soak in the information just like we were yeah and so that was just always kind of neat because you could kind of have you know candid interactions with them mm-hmm. um and it was yeah it was th- that that whole thing i mean even that, that first day from when we we got on and the, the experience of them thinking we were some special people, <laughs> I know. which was hilarious. It was, and then, uh, and then I, I think it, it threw some of the younger wrestlers off when we would be in the gym mm-hmm. because they didn't know. We well, I, I wasn't like geeking out with them, uh-huh. like, oh, let me get a picture, and yeah, and some of the guys, you could tell there were people in the gym that were solely there to see who else was in the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, and they were annoying, and so. I'm not an annoying fan because it's just, I, I, I think people. it's, yeah, they're people. I would be very, I mean, I get irritated when I have to take my headphones out <laughs> to explain my beard to people in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> so I can only imagine if you're a celebrity trying to work out all the time and random people just keep interrupting your set. You're, I know. Yeah. And it was so, I, we didn't bug people when they were eating and we didn't bug people when they were working out. Mm-hmm. Other than that, if I ran into you in the hallway, you were fair game. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was it. it. But I think because when we were in that in the gym, and I think some of the wrestlers were kind of like, "Well, he's not like asking us for anything." Is is he? Like, who are they? Is he somebody? <laughs> and and we kind of got confused a little bit with other stuff, and mm-hmm. um, and like uh, Ricky and his wife thought I was in one of the bands. Yeah. And, you know, so it was just, it was just kind of, it was just kind of funny, um, with those type of little mistakes and incidents that just kind of kept happening throughout yeah, the cruise. And it, I and don't it know, I guess it, it fun. I, it did make it, make it fun. Mm-hmm. It made us kind of feel like, I don't know, like we were Yeah, like you, you felt special. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I mean, one of the guys in, in the gym that we met one of the first days, you know, him and his girlfriend were there, and then like the next mm-hmm. day at lunch, he'd had a match, and... We'd seen him, and I took a picture of him with a fan, you know, because the fan wanted a picture taken, and and I'd kind of made an off-the-cuff comment, and I think because of what I said, he thought that he should know who I was. Uh Uh-huh. But it was just, 
I think I just said something wrong. I was trying to say something else. And, and so I, when we'd see him at, at dinner or whatever, he's like, Hey, what's going on, man? And like talking to me and showing me the bruises that he had from the match and, yeah. and all that stuff. And yeah, it was just, it was just so funny having those little incidents occur yeah. throughout the course of the cruise. And then, uh, you know, we right when the ship took off, I mean, right as we were pulling out of port and they were blaring the horns, Chris Jericho and Fozzie just kicked it off with an entire, like, hour, two-hour-long two set, set. Mm-hmm. Um, and just rocked it. And so all 2,200 shipgoers and right. wrestlers and everybody yeah, were, we're just on. out there for the show. Yes. And it was funny because we, we walked right up. Oh, we and were then we all, stand we, all right got, there. we all got free, uh, oh, free yes. shots of... Uh, Amsterdam, New Amsterdam. Well, so yeah, New Amsterdam vodka was one of the hosts, mm-hmm. and that's 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 one ingredient in this. Yeah, I'll give that away. Yeah, that's true. So New Amsterdam yeah, sponsored the ship, and they gave out free T-shirts and beanies and hats. And but what they were going to do is we had a pre-ship toast, mm-hmm. or the sellaway. What was it? The sellaway toast, toast or something yeah, like that. Uh-huh. And and Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler were the ones. They were the hosts. Uh-huh. Of that, of the toast, and so uh-huh. they were going to do the toast, and then Fozzie was going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Jerry, the King Lawler, doesn't drink. drink. Yeah, so, so he just had, it was it was it was a um, screwdriver. It was yeah. I was trying to think of what Michael Scott. What Michael Scott called it is the orange vod juice. Orange vod juice, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like know. that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was just a screwdriver mm-hmm. and. They were saying that everyone, they were going to give each of us a free shot. Mm-hmm. Well, they had uh, 40 freaking huh. waiters and waitresses walking around with trays and platters full of these. And so they were in shot glasses. How many of those did we have? Uh, probably like at least six. Oh, it was more than that. We, we had a huge stack of those cups. <laughs> and so we, we got the first ones and we took them. We, we were waiting on the toast. Mm-hmm. And then we realized everybody's the walking people, around. Well, and the other the people, people next to us took them. Multiple. Like, why are they taking them first? And then I was like, oh wait, not everybody's taking one. So every time we saw a waiter coming, we took a shot, <laughs> and they're like, oh hey, can I get one of those? Yeah. And then we would get another one. And then as soon as he walked off, we'd take it, and, and we were just yeah. slamming shots just left and right. Well, and they were. I mean, there was a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know if everybody. Well, I think everybody that were right in front of the stage, there's no way they all got. Yeah, I know. Got the shots. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know how many were walking around on the upper deck trying to That's give them away, true. but I mean, it was, you know, so we had a ton of those shots. Yeah. We were like, might as well. Like, yeah. Cause we're going to have to pay for the, yeah, everything the else was expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so take advantage of the free shots. So we did the shots and then they kicked off the cruise and then Fozzie came out and played that two hour set mm-hmm. and just rocked it, rocked it out. And you could just tell they were, Jericho was just having so much fun. Oh he, yeah. He just, so cool. Just seeing yeah. him out there and you could tell that he was just so like genuinely happy that he was that he put this together and that he was just partying with his friends, all of his friends and, and family, family and fans and, and yeah everybody yeah and just I don't know it was just so cool just seeing that yeah seeing how happy and smiling he was yeah yeah he was grinning from ear to ear oh, every yeah. time he saw him every I mean, time whether it was on the episodes or he mm-hmm. was performing I know. Um, what what else did we do the first night? I know we, we went to the podcast yeah. recording. Uh-huh. They had, uh, you know, once again, if you're not a wrestling fan, you you probably don't give a crap about no. most of this stuff. But they uh, Eddie Guerrero died 
back in 2005. And so they were doing, because of who was on the ship, Jericho wanted to do a Remembering Eddie Guerrero. And we're coming up on his the anniversary of his death here in November. But mm. it was Jericho, Rey Mysterio Jr., Conan, K-Dog, mm-hmm. <laughs> who I always just did not like until we were on the ship. I didn't care for him as a performer or wrestler. He just kind of got on my nerves. But yeah. we ran into him the first night too, right? Because his he was down left of our oh, room right there. Remember? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, uh-huh. that's Conan. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, so he was in there and then Diamond Dallas Page. Uh-huh. So the four of them were doing a recording of, of one of Jericho's podcasts, okay. Talk is Jericho, and they were doing a Remembering Eddie Guerrero uh-huh. episode. Oh, it was really oh, good. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. yeah, and we got, we were sitting third row uh-huh. right there, and that's when we met the one guy, Matt, Yeah. Uh-huh. that night, and uh, we'll talk about that yeah, here in a here minute. A so bit. we got to tie some kind of relationship stuff into, right, into, into the this podcast. somewhere. <laughs> and uh, so we attended that, mm-hmm. and then they, what did we do after that? Just run around, and they did. Did they do karaoke that night? They did too? karaoke that night. Yeah, because they did karaoke those first two nights, and then they didn't. And then the do last it night, they didn't one. do it the Bahama yeah. night, Mm-mm. and they did it the last night. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I, I thought we did something before. I guess we ate. I don't know. Probably. Yeah, we yeah. ate every. I mean, it was twenty-four hour buffet. Mm-hmm. So I wanted. I was trying to get twenty-two hundred dollars worth of buffet food <laughs> <laughs> over a four-day period. Um, but yeah, so so that was the first day. Then Sunday, they kicked everything off first thing in the morning. And Diamond Dallas Page, he does he the DDP the yoga. yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jake the Snake Roberts was there, but did not participate in any of the yoga yeah, sessions that I saw, that which was, I thought was funny. Yeah, I um, or whatever. they did a huge documentary about him. It's actually, I think it's still on Netflix. It's the resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts. This is about Diamond Dallas Page helping him recover from his drug and alcohol addiction through yoga to get his body back into shape. Mm-hmm. Um, saved his life, and he helped out Scott Hall as well, so it's a really, really good documentary. Yeah, and then so many other people now have... Yeah, well, Mick credits him being able to yeah. walk better because of the yoga and all that uh-huh. stuff. Yeah, there's so many people that he has just changed their life because mm-hmm. of the, the DDP well, yoga. That that one very famous viral video of that oh that gosh. vet that oh. has the little canes. Yes, that gets He's me every time. He's very obese. Yeah. He, they told him he'd never, like, walk. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, it's a very touching, it's like a 10-minute long motivational motivation of his transformation. It is. Incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. I highly recommend you check it out. And, uh, Diamond Dallas Page brought that on the Joe Rogan show just about a month or so ago. Oh, did he? Yeah, and Joe was sitting there crying, oh, watching it. Gosh, you didn't see it? No, oh, I yeah, didn't I thought that. you were sitting there when I watched really? that episode. Yeah, because because so, uh, Dallas is telling him kind of what he did, uh-huh. and then he's like, you, he's like, you haven't seen this, and Joe's like, no, and he plays it, and, and like, because you know, it starts out he just keeps falling, you know, as he's yes. trying to do it, and, oh. and so he uh, Joe's like watching, and then when he starts transitioning, and then you know, by the I don't want to ruin what happens. But when it hits there, you see him, he's like, oh my gosh, he's like, this is making me cry. He goes, that's amazing. Like, yeah. but you're, you're so happy watching the, yes. watching it, this guy. But yeah, mm-hmm. he's, what he's done has really helped and changed people's lives. And, yeah. Um, and so it was kind of, he's another one of those guys I didn't care for as a performer that much, but as he's left wrestling, the more I've, I've seen him and heard him speak and the things he's done, I've. I, I feel differently about him. Mm-hmm. I still don't like watching his matches that much, I guess. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so they kicked it off with the yoga that morning, and mm-hmm. and uh, then they did... Oh, wrestling. They did wrestling that 
They did the wrestling first the first night. night. Yeah, yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah so they, they Ring of Honor, a wrestling promotion, was there with some of their wrestlers, and so was Impact. Mm-hmm. And so they did a Sea of Honor tournament, which is actually, I think it was started to air on Saturday the 3rd. Yeah. And then they'll, we got a free pass to see it, so we yeah. can watch it whenever. But. I know. Well, and so with this cruise, this was the very first time ever... That they've ever that done they've, this type yes, of stuff. Yes, that yeah. they've ever put a wrestling ring... On a ship. On a ship. And I think that uh, Chris Jericho talks about it on his podcast, too. Saying yeah. Just everything that had to go into it. To getting the... Sh- the and, and I think that's one of the reasons they went with this type of model of ship. Because mm-hmm. you had to have the perfect type of conditions. Because on the main deck was a huge rock stage with mm-hmm. the light show and everything. And the banners hanging down. Mm-hmm. And then just on the other stage... Facing for the rock stage face was this wrestling ring right in the middle of the pool deck. Yeah. And so they basically, for the rock stage, they drained one, one of, of the of pools. The pools. Uh-huh. And so when you, if you wanted, like, I guess, general or floor seats for any rock show, you actually climbed in this empty pool. Mm-hmm. And so they had to shut down two of the hot tubs and, and all that. And you stood in this empty pool to watch the show. The show. Yeah. Um, and so they filled the pool with something because mm-hmm. you weren't, you weren't. You weren't standing five feet in a deep... I don't want people to think you're standing in an empty pool five yeah. feet down. They they filled the pool with something so you were standing on and top of where the top like, of the water uh, would be. The like fake grass. Yeah, then they had fake grass there mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they started this Sea of Honor tournament where all the wrestlers... Some of the wrestlers, we talked to them. They wrestled every single night yeah. um, while they were there. And then other bigger name guys wrestled once, mm-hmm. maybe twice, twice throughout the show. And then, uh, yeah, because when we went and ate dinner that night, that's when we saw Kenny Omega mm-hmm. and Dusty Rhodes and the Young Bucks all eating. Cody Rhodes. Or, I'm sorry, yeah, Cody Rhodes all eating dinner together. Uh-huh. And, cause I, that's and their I family. Sent, yeah, with their families. Uh-huh. That's when I sent Seth the picture. Yeah. Because we were sitting right next to him. Yeah. And we just looked over and was like, oh, my gosh. And the first day, you're it's hard to contain the fanboy a little bit. Because you're, you're, like, you're oh just like, gosh. oh, my gosh, look oh my who gosh. it is. Oh, my gosh, look who that is. Mm-hmm. Um but after that, it kind of settles down because yeah. you just get so used to seeing them. Mm-hmm. And if you're not into star watching and celebrity stuff, I, then you probably wouldn't care. But it was, it was just you. You got to mingle with them so much. Yeah, it just so it was cool. just a completely different experience because yeah. it wasn't like it, what. And they did quote unquote meet and greets where you could stand in line and get autographs. Mm-hmm. We didn't do any of that stuff because we were meeting them Enough. all throughout the day. Yeah. And so it's that was where it's different than if you go to, you know, a comic con uh-huh. where they have you know all these celebrities signing autographs, which I've done that before, and, and that's how I, I met Lou Ferrigno. And luckily there was nobody there, so we actually got to connect and have a good conversation. Mm-hmm. But you weren't part of a line being bustled through, of you know you can get a signature, take a picture. Now we got to move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. They actually had time to talk to you yeah. and answer questions and engage and and have a normal conversation with somebody that's not normal. Yeah. Um, and so that well, was... Well, they are normal, but they're not. Yeah. You know? Like, and that's... You You got to see him... I think the, the celebrity status kind of got to be taken away, away a little bit because mm-hmm. you got to see how normal that they were. Yeah. And, I mean, the wrestlers were just having a blast. And yeah. you could see it in all the matches, just like, how much fun they were. Yes. and. How much fun they were having, uh-huh. and just so entertaining. Yeah, they and, did such a good job too. Yeah. All of the wrestling was really good, mm-hmm. and yeah, you could just tell just how much they 
yeah, how much fun well, they're I, having. And... I was talking to the one dude from the SCU that day in the gym. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I was, I was, he was one saying, yeah, I'm wrestling every single day. And, uh-huh. and I, I said, well, this is a pretty cool opportunity for you guys. And he was like, oh, he's like, yeah, he goes, it's, this is a blast. He's like, this has just been so much fun. He goes, I'm so glad we, he goes, I'm so glad I got to Oh, because I had my headphones in yeah. still. And you, I heard you talk, like saw you talking to him, but yeah. like I didn't know what you were saying. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, and you could, and Flip was the same way. You could, just, they yeah. were just so happy, and, and they got, they got chosen by Jericho. Oh, I know. Yeah, and um, because I know that there was one guy asking Flip, like, so did you know, like, yeah, did were you, you, sign were up you for hoping this, that you were gonna? He's like, well, duh, I was hoping yeah. to to be a part of this, uh-huh. and I just found out, you know, a couple months ago that I I was chosen mm-hmm. to be a part of this. He's like, yeah, I'm so happy to be yeah. here. Yep. Yeah, and he he was eating it up, and so most of those guys were. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, uh, yeah, I mean, and it was some of the wrestling matches, especially the key matches that are going to be on the pay per view mm-hmm. that they filmed there. You couldn't take photos, no. you, and the security would be all over you if they saw your phone out. So most of the time, you could take pictures of anything you mm-hmm. wanted. But when they were doing some of the big pay per view matches that they were filming for this. Uh, was it streaming vengeance or something is what they're calling it but um it's on fight tv and so that's where they're airing it at they wouldn't let you Dude, film and, and of course people still got away with it a little bit and leaked yeah. photos and videos on social media i don't think you can keep anything secret nowadays mm-hmm. but uh yeah so sunday was more music that's when we saw king oh man they are um, awesome too. And trent and jason absolutely love king and they actually had I, I think at least Eddie. I don't know if they interviewed Pepe and Tony, but I know at least the lead singer Eddie was on their podcast last, I think last November mm. when they came through Tulsa. Uh, but we met Eddie and mm-hmm. his girlfriend yeah. in the cafe. Yeah. And talked to him uh-huh. for a little bit. Super, once again, extremely approachable. Yeah. We saw him cool. and his girlfriend all the time, 10 times every single day. Yeah. And uh, to the point where it became kind of like, like oh, hey. head nods and hey, what's up? And <laughs> yeah. and you know, even to the last night I when know. we were even in costume and he was, they were did a they they were one of the last performers on the ship in one of the other venues because the ship had like the main stage on the twelfth deck and then they had these little lounges like, these and little areas, these little clubs throughout the uh-huh. ship. And so the the rock artists and on the ship band wise they had king or they had fozzy uh-huh. they had king they had the ozzy osbourne band the blizzard. blizzard of oz the uh-huh. tribute band they had an acdc all-girl tribute band called shoot to thrill uh-huh. they had the stir did they have i know the cherry bombs weren't the cherry a band. bombs weren't a band they were like dancer they were filler dancer type. They were strippers without the stripper poles. Yeah, is what the cherry bombs were. Mm, well, not they sure liked you. They yeah, they did because huh? they kept they would talk about your makeup and your hair and your outfits and yeah, all that. St- are you trying to get recruited as a cherry no. bomb? Is that <laughs> no. what's up? No, uh, uh-uh, no. But they 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 would play rock music and come out and put on dance. a dance. And but they wouldn't strip. They wouldn't strip. They yeah, wouldn't I guess strip. that was kind of harsh. Yeah. But they would dance very provocatively. Very provocative. Well, they but they brought with the their, guys up there and with their gave clothes them on though. Some clothes. Well, on. Well, yeah, I guess it was just more like lingerie. Yeah. Type or or dominatrix type even. Yeah, but I think I had seen the picture of shoot to thrill. The and thought and that, I thought those were the cherry bombs. Uh huh. And so I was like, oh, 
we've got to stay here because the cherry bombs are about to play. And I'm like, what the fuck, Seth? Why do you <laughs> want to see these, these chicks? <laughs> and so I hear, like, they're blaring ACDC, and I'm like, oh, that's right. Shoot to Thrill is an ACDC cover band. So I didn't think anything of it uh-huh. at that point. And then they come out dancing, and I'm like, man, none of them have any instruments. They're not playing anything. There's no, there's no drum kit on stage, <laughs> and they're just dancing, and nobody's singing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. this. And so I'm, like, looking at the schedule, and I'm like... This is a dance troupe. It's not even a band. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. But, uh, yeah, and so those were kind of the the non-wrestling performers. And then they had comedians mm-hmm. on the ship. Yes. Um, Brad Williams is yeah. a, uh, what's the correct way? A little person. A little person. He's uh-huh. a little person. He was probably one of the biggest fans on the ship. Yeah. He was at every event we were at. Uh-huh. And uh, we he was, saw he was so he was funny. hilarious. Oh my yeah. gosh! Well, and they have a he has a, um, a Netflix a show special. On, yeah, Netflix. So yeah, yeah. I, we haven't checked that out yeah. yet, but we well, definitely. I've heard him on Joe before, uh-huh. and I've seen some of his little sets here and there. And he's a funny dude. But he really. He is. he hopped in on some of the podcasts. He had uh-huh. he put on a show a couple of times while we were there, but. He was a he, and he just kept saying how big of a fan he was. Yeah, he's, he's he been a like, lifelong wrestling fan. He was like fan. giddy too. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he told uh, he was telling that story when he and Jr. on stage how he's a he was a communications major. Yeah, and so he really looked up to Jim Ross uh-huh. and always wanted to be a sports announcer, which led to an extremely funny moment. Yeah, yeah. Where oh he tells gosh. a story of how I can't remember what phobia it is, but it's basically. A phobia of little people. Yeah. And John Stamos has that phobia. Yes. And so Brad Williams is friends with Bob Saget because they you know, are comedians. And Bob's telling him about John Stamos having this fear. <laughs> and Bob goes, how funny would it be if we just had you come in here as a midget and scare the shit out of, of John Stamos? And so John goes backstage to see Bob. And Brad comes running out and starts humping John, John Stamos' Stamos. leg. Yes. And I guess Stamos is freaking out and it's just yeah, scarring him and everything. So as the, he's telling the story, one of the other wrestlers, Christopher Daniels, is up there and they <laughs> come up with the idea that Brad wants JR to call yeah. <laughs> yeah. a match, uh-huh. but it would just be Brad humping Chris's leg. Mm-hmm. And it was freaking classic it, was. it only lasted like 30 seconds but I, I got a few pictures of it it yeah. was so it was perfect funny yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so yeah so he was there uh craig gas another comedian um former wrestler raven does a comedy show and we, we didn't get to catch one of those because no. they changed the schedule yeah they and, changed everything up and well uh, I, I mean i was i was really well we didn't mi- we missed that one because of the mcfoley one yeah was. Or the second McFoley one was mm-hmm. uh, cha- switched around or right. whatever, huh? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we had that whole last night planned out, and they yeah. changed the schedule and it messed uh-huh. it up. Um, but yeah, I mean, kind of going back to Sunday, they, you know, that's where we saw King that day. Mm-hmm. They played during the day, and they put on a set, and we went up there, and we were standing front row. But we didn't have, I didn't have my earplugs, and uh, I just, I can't handle the ringing for four days straight after. That so we sat there for a little bit, then we just kind of went up, and we realized if you went because you had they had three hundred sixty degree access around the stage, so we just went behind the speakers and mm-hmm. stood there behind the drummer Pepe and just watched the rest of the show yeah. right there. Oh man, and he's, they freaking he's killed badass. It. Yeah, too, watching him drummer. play from that view was yeah was, was so awesome. Cool, yeah. it was really cool. Yeah. My hair was blowing everywhere. Yeah, but <laughs> well, and we ended so, up 
being there, we ended up on the, the oh, ship on pictures, the pictures because yeah. we were standing right behind him, too, yeah. so it was funny. I know. I didn't notice if my hair was flying in the yeah. air in the picture. Well, and one of the things that they do on cruises, to an extent, I don't, I don't, I, it's been so long since I was on a regular, I don't know if they do it more, but they do themes. This one, we had a theme night. Yeah. Pretty much every night except the Bahama night. Uh-huh. And so yeah. Saturday was Rep Your Hometown. So you wore your Casa Bonita. Yeah, Casa Bonita shirt. Sopapilla shirt. Sopapillas only. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I wore, I found this, I hate, absolutely hate. Going into. Going into the fucking buckle. <laughs> because, because they always, they the always hound you. The people. Yeah. Yeah. The, I don't know if they're trained to, hey, when you see somebody walk through that door, you immediately approach them and you develop a relationship. Uh-huh. But you're going to get knocked Here, out. Here, this will look good on you. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. And you're like. Okay, like I'm just here to look. Yeah, they'll show up with like two different jeans. Hey, have you seen these new jeans we got? I think these look really good on these you. These are your you? size. These are your size. I've got your size, and I didn't give you my size. Yeah, you know, and, and so they just annoy me. The salespeople there absolutely annoy me. But we was it the buckle here that we went no. to? No, where were oh, we? Oh no, we were in Muskogee. Oh, was yeah, uh-huh. yeah. We but just, they weren't hounding. They there. didn't hound yeah. us in there, which was very nice. Uh-huh. This is the only one I think I've ever been in where they didn't absolutely drive me nuts. Yeah, but the mall's halfway shut down, and that's probably, yeah. that's probably why. Because they don't have any customer service. You yeah. have to have a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> not too much. Yeah, uh-huh. but a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I found two shirts in there yes. that I bought for the cruise. For and the so cruise. I wore this. It was a really cool, just Oklahoma shirt mm-hmm. that had howdy, the state on howdy, howdy from, from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. <laughs> Super corny. Yeah, um, but that's how that one dude's like. Oh, there was like four of us from Oklahoma on the mm-hmm. ship. They said that there was forty-eight states represented. The only two that weren't was what was Delaware. Was Delaware? And he said South Dakota. Yeah, it was South Dakota. But the Briscoes are from South Dakota. Oh, or no, they're from Delaware. Maybe I'm getting that confused. Oh, okay. Oh uh, yeah, he said South Dakota and somewhere else. It was South Dakota. Are you sure it was somewhere else? I wasn't forty nine. No, it was forty eight. He 48? said forty eight. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, he said forty eight. Okay. But then he included DC and all that stuff too. Uh-huh. But anyway, um, yes. Yeah, so, but there weren't hardly anybody because they shared that demographic of you know less than whatever people from each of these states. Yeah. And Oklahoma was one of the lowest ones. Uh huh. Um, Which was kind of weird to me. It was because yeah. I thought, but maybe it's because it was kind of a pain to get to oh, Miami yeah. to fly out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So yeah, but, uh, yeah, so that was the first night was rep your hometown. Mm -hmm. And so we wore those shirts Yeah. and then Sunday was eighties. Well, it was decades night. Decades night. Yeah. So we decided to go with eighties theme. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. you wore, I wore my mom's mom's Billy Billy Joel t-shirt and then I poofed my hair up kind of big. It probably, it looked bigger in person than it was on the picture. Huh. Yeah, I think or so. Or did you think? Yeah. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, I did, and then I did my makeup, like, I don't know, brighter, like, blues yeah. and stuff. And Which, then... that just cracked me up because we we took a selfie mm-hmm. with, with you know, of us, and I, I wore my showbiz pizza place. Yeah. I've worn it on the podcast before, mm-hmm. but it's uh, people that haven't watched, just listen, it's a bright yellow with you know, all of you that were raised in the 80s and most cities had a show. This was before Chuck E. Cheese and yeah, all that. But, you know, had 
Billy Bob and the rock of fire explosion with the big grill and all that. But I, it's a yellow shirt with the showbiz pizza place yeah. logo on the front. And I got a ton of comments oh, on yeah. that. This oh, one dude was like, showbiz is... was my childhood. Yeah. He was all like up, like upset. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's like, you, you got shirt of the cruise right yeah. there. Yeah, everybody loved oh, the shirt. Everyone loved it, yeah. And uh, I mean, I can't really... I, I don't think there was 80s beards, and I don't have any hair. Yeah. And so, so I just I wore, really like, the bandana lot. around my wrist uh, and wore the cut-up tie-dyed, or not tie-dyed, but the acid-washed kind of looking jeans with uh-huh. the holes and, and all that. But we took the picture, and we shared, I think you shared it when we were in the Bahamas. Or, oh, no, I shared it, like... Or was it after we got back into port? We got back in. But you got more comments from women on how pretty you looked in that photo, which... I didn't know if these women were just stuck in the eighties and they thought <laughs> you looked really good. Because like, oh yeah, she's got my same hairstyle. <laughs> I don't think people realize that you were you overdid it. Yeah, I know. You know. Yeah. And it's I don't because your makeup was brighter, your lips were brighter, your hair was bigger, uh-huh. and it just made everything stand out. And it was so funny because all these women were like, oh, you look beautiful. You're stunning. And it's like I was kind of trying to goof here and look like a. Big hair, 80s, 80s broad, girl. and all of you loved it. <laughs> well, that's cool, though. <laughs> it was funny. Maybe I need to bring that style back. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> yep. That's and uh, so then Sunday was just more rock music and the comedy shows mm-hmm. and more wrestling. And um, Fozzie didn't perform Sunday. Oh, no. Yeah, because they just performed three yeah. times. Because he, well, he was doing a bunch of the podcast stuff that day. Uh-huh. And then... Monday was Bahamas, uh-huh. which, you know, we talked about it. I, I would like to go take a vacation to one of the resorts like Atlantis in the Bahamas, yeah. but pulling into port, I mean, the excursions are way overpriced, uh-huh. so we, we weren't going to do that. And well, and then you get the people, the local people, just pounding you. you. Yeah. And so that was just kind of like, meh, like, I don't know, I guess it's cool. It wasn't as bad as Vegas. Oh my gosh, that's awful. But, like, at, the cool thing is that if you buy stuff out there, it's tax-free. Yeah, it's all so tax-free. That's, and that's it's cheaper. Nice. I mean, it's not it just that it's tax-free. Yeah, it is a it's lot cheaper. It's cheaper. Uh-huh. Um, and it, and it's, you still have to be careful because mm-hmm. some of it is going to be rip-offs. You have to really look at where it's made and what the logo looks like because you know, those girls selling those purses, oh, I know. that's a scam. Oh, yeah, but I going into stores, that. like getting the cologne and things like that, that was uh-huh. the same. It was the real deal. Uh-huh. Um, the and But we had, the ship gave us that guarantee thing yes. that you got from uh-huh. those in the shopping district. Everything was guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was at least a, a safe way to purchase things if uh-huh. you wanted. And we went to that jewelry store and I, I tr- I've never tried on a... I don't know what it would be in the States. It was a $12,000 ring in uh-huh. the store. Yeah, it was five carats of diamonds. Five carats. The men's wedding band. Five, yeah. It was. It looked like a freaking Super Bowl ring. Oh, it my gosh. Awesome. It was crazy, though. And I was like, um, Seth, you're not getting more carats than I have. <laughs> so. That's not very... That's sexist. Oh. <laughs> well, it is, if you had this... I, if, well, that's why I said, well, if I get this, we've got to upgrade your ring. Yeah, so... If I had five carrots too, then it would be fine. Yeah, but it, I'm not spending twelve grand on a ring anyway. I know. But, but it was, was it was another, huge. There was another pretty one, or yeah. really nice one. That and he was, was trying to like, you know, he's like, well, I'll, I can sell that one for four thousand, and 
I'm still in. I don't know what would be low enough for me to be like, yeah, that's a good deal. I know. But compared to what it is in the States. It is a good is deal. It's a very good deal. Uh-huh. Um, I just wouldn't spend that no matter where I was at, I guess. But yeah, so it, but it was so we just kind of walked around and shopped a little bit and went to, went to the beach so you could get in the water. Yeah. And I didn't want to wear my bathing suit out there because I didn't know how far we were going to walk. And I didn't want to deal with a wet bathing suit on and no underwear walking all over the Bahamas. <laughs> Um, but we ended up not going that far yeah. and you had to be back on the ship by like four thirty. Uh-huh. Well, and then the, well, for the way to be back on four thirty, we pulled out at five thirty. Yeah. Yeah. And so you couldn't, you don't want to get too far away uh-huh. cause you wanted to make it back and all the cruise ships are in that port and there was three or four other cruise ships there. Well, and it's at least a t- another 10 minute walk. Once you get through security. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just to walk all the way down the pier. Yeah. Um, and the docks and all that. And so it was, the water oh, it was, was crystal clear. Mm-hmm. I mean crystal clear. It was beautiful water. So we, we talked about it. I would have been okay not stopping there. Yeah. Um, I wish they would have just filled the Monday with more music and wrestling and uh-huh. stuff like that. Because it was, it was just, I mean, if you're going to take advantage of the excursions, you had to get off the boat at 8. Uh-huh. And try to make a full day out of it. And I know. We well, worked and, out. And yeah, we worked out. And, 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 you know, we partied every night yeah. before. Yeah. And so did everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're wanting to get up that early for the excursions, either you have to go to bed earlier or you're really hanging the yeah. next morning during sucks. the excursion. Yeah. Because they, they offered, like, the dolphin thing and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. you could go to Atlantis and you could go on... Whatever tour. So we, we didn't partake in that. And then we mm. came back on the ship. And so that was really getting back on the ship was about the halfway point of the cruise itself, mm-hmm. the entire vacation. And so Fozzie kicked off. Or no, Corey Taylor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Corey Taylor. Kicked off. Fozzie played later that night. Uh-huh. Um, Corey Taylor was another one that was. Yeah, so Corey Taylor from Slipknot was, we met him on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just, we saw him in the cafeteria. Once again, I didn't want to bug him while he was eating. But then we, we just happened to walk to the little... We were trying to find Seth a shirt, my mm-hmm. son. Um, a shirt to bring back to him because he you know, loves wrestling and all that. And, uh, and so we went to the little merchandise area on the 7th, 6th deck? 7th. 7th deck. Uh-huh. And we were going to get us a stupid idiot yeah. to drink. And Corey was there and he was going to get a coffee with his, his girlfriend and a couple other people. And so I was like, hey, can I get a picture with you? And he was super cool. Yeah, yeah, man. And he put his arm around me, and his girlfriend and her friend, like, made stupid faces in the bomb. back. Yeah. And uh-huh. then he's like, see what i got to put up with? Mm-hmm. See this shit? Yeah. And so <laughs> he was super cool guy. He was. And then his set was hilarious. Mm-hmm. He brought his best friend up to play with him, and they did the stupid tourist thing the morning in the Bahamas and got their hair braided. Yeah. So they, they looked like idiots, and they had their hair all braided when they got up there, and he just played this acoustic set. Yeah. And it was awesome. Played it some was, cover songs, played some played of his some songs, songs. Uh-huh. Um, for a couple of hours. I mean, and just just killed it. It was and so much fun. fun. Yeah. Just had fun with it. That was the whole thing about the whole the whole cruise, you mm-hmm. know? Everybody was just having yep. so much fun. And you could tell like the performers and mm-hmm. everybody. And there there were people on the ship that were there for the rock music. Yeah. Solely there for the rock music. Mm-hmm. And you could tell. Um, and I think that one or two of them had said that they were on that Kiss concert, that Kiss uh. cruise, and that was the first time they'd seen Fozzie. 
Um, and then, of course, the majority were there for the wrestling. Mm-hmm. But out of all the headbanger people there and all the you know violent wrestling fans, there wasn't one fight. There wasn't oh. one scuffle. There wasn't pushing, a disagreement. We, there was a mosh pit the last night, but uh-huh. that one dude got knocked down. As soon as he got knocked down, they stopped, uh-huh. made sure he was okay, yeah. picked him up, and it wasn't, there wasn't any hint of violence no. or people not having a good time or not getting along. It was just such a chilled out, relaxed atmosphere Yeah, the entire time. And you, while they had schedules throughout the day, you didn't feel rushed to be like, Oh, we've got it. We, we hurry up. We got to do this. Not it's not like going to the amusement park and trying to hit all the rides. Uh-huh. It was just different because you was. felt like you had more time. And they offered the same people played multiple times. Yeah, the so, same wrestlers usually so wrestle you didn't multiple feel times. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess the only thing that we really felt like, oh man, we kind of we missed that was well two things I guess, huh? The we caught the very end of the McFoley. But we at least saw the other one of him. I know. I was glad to see that yeah. at least. Um, and but then the then Raven the, comedy show. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, so it was the, the the atmosphere was one of the best things about it. It just, was just how everybody kind and of interacted. Everybody, because everybody had at least one thing in common. Yeah. You know, yeah. on on the ship, and you know, you would just meet someone new and just. Strike up a conversation, and you could just be mm-hmm. best friends forever. Yeah, you know, yeah, it was really cool. Just by having that one thing mm-hmm. in common, which everybody recognized. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so yeah, so Monday we got back on the ship. Corey Taylor played a set, and then they I think they did a little bit of wrestling mm-hmm. because that's when they did the club, the Bullet Club versus the yeah. Omega, the Alpha Club, uh-huh. and then after Jericho wrestled, that's when Fozzie played that night. Yeah. And then we stood right there to the right of the stage where we were, and he would come over and wave mm-hmm. while he was singing. I mean, he he really did a good job of connecting with everyone. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, and I think that's just because of how much fun he was having. Yeah. But then Corey came back on, on stage with him and yeah, sang. Yeah, that was cool. And so they did a couple of songs together, and then Eddie from King came out and sang too. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, they they just the, the musicians. We're having a blast with each other. Yeah. And they would, you know, Jericho showed up that one night, the first night, a little tipsy, and crashed one of the band's sets yeah, and hit himself uh-huh. in the head with the guitar. Yeah, and then <laughs> he ended up getting get stitches. stitches from it. <laughs> uh, excuse me. But, uh, yeah, so they just had a blast mingling with one another. And then we went to karaoke. No, there wasn't karaoke. Was there karaoke? No, there wasn't karaoke that night. Not the no, night. No, uh-uh. What did we do after Fozzie played? Besides I eat. <laughs> I don't remember. Well, we went to... Was oh, the, the, Mick, the Mick Foley, Foley one, one was late. Yeah, yeah we uh-huh. saw the Mick Foley. Yeah, so Mick Foley, we we had seen Noel and Frank a few times the mm-hmm. first night. And we hadn't seen Mick. Mm-hmm. And then like later that evening... He was about one of the only people that we hadn't seen yeah. that first night. And we're, we go down our room and I hear his voice. He's got a very distinctive, distinctive voice. voice. Uh-huh. And so I heard him, I turn around and I see him and he's... Like, got his luggage, but it's like it's like midnight. Why is he just now getting to his room? And then we found out. So then everybody on the ship is, like, asking Noel, is your dad even here? Mm-hmm. And I hadn't ran into anybody else that had seen him except us. Yeah. Uh-huh. And all these other people are like, I don't even think Mick's here. And so she was getting a lot of questions. Uh-huh. And he finally told us on Monday night that he was, that he was horribly seasick from uh-huh. the time he got on the ship. 
And so he had like his little seasick bracelets yeah. on. And Poor guy. so he'd been laid up in his room the mm-hmm. entire time. Um, and it took him two or three days to feel Recovered. good enough to uh-huh. come out. And so we caught his, his, uh, his special <clears throat> that he did. And it was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was really good. And that's where, when we got done, I met Brian Cage. He was standing there. Oh, and, yeah. And Brian, super nice guy. Yeah, probably really one of the cool. biggest wrestlers there. I mean, size-wise, just huge guy. Yeah. And uh, his, I don't know if him and Melissa are married, but one of the other wrestlers, they at least have a child together, and they're together. Uh-huh. Um, but she was there. She's a real pretty girl. Uh-huh. And they had their little baby, which she doesn't look like she had a baby. just had a baby. Yeah. And it's a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were in the gym working out. And mm-hmm. um, yes, yeah, so we saw him. And so I t- took a picture with him. And then he thought you look like a actress oh, and celebrity. Yeah. And uh-huh. so he talked to us for a little bit. And uh, so that, that was a cool little experience. And then and then before we knew it, it was the last day. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, damn it. And then we find out on the last day that we had to be off of the ship by 8.30 oh, in the morning on yeah. Wednesday. And there was stuff going until 2, 2 a.m. And uh-huh. so we were like, oh, my gosh. We, not only is it that we just have to get off the ship, but we have an entire day of traveling back, back to Oklahoma on top of that. And at the time... We had a we our flight didn't leave Miami till three fifty five. So we were going to be in or Fort Lauderdale. We we, yeah. we flew Southwest, uh-huh. so we were going to be in Miami, Fort Lauderdale till four. So I was like, what the hell are we going to do from eight thirty till four? So we were like, well, there's an earlier flight. Let's Maybe try to catch that. let's try to catch that. Uh-huh. So on Tuesday we we got up. They did DDP yoga again in the morning, and uh-huh. and they did the Bloody Marys and the bingo stuff, yeah. and um, we ate and worked out and ate. <laughs> It was uh-huh. nice. We'd go and get coffee and fruit and then go work out or run uh-huh. or do cardio. Cardio. And then we would go eat a big breakfast and we'd go back and lift weights. Yeah. And so we had like a three-hour morning routine <laughs> every day. But it was nice. It was nice, though, because we, we still didn't feel like, I don't know, like it was ruining anything yeah. of our day. Yeah. Because, and because there was so much to do all day mm-hmm. and night. And I slept. I don't sleep very good. Mm-hmm. Anytime. I'm I'm just not I'm a very light sleeper. Um I have a very hard time getting comfortable in bed. We have two small dogs that drive me nuts when I'm at home and when I'm in a hotel, the temperature's bad in the room, the sheets are itchy. There's I just am not a good sleeper. On that ship, like we had an rock. inside cabin, so we didn't have a porthole. We after the first night we plugged the peephole up with tissue. It was pitch black. Yeah. Like cave of so the winds dark. Dark. Uh-huh. And the good thing is you sleep like a rock. I was out. I mean, I slept so hard every night we were on there. The bad thing is you have zero sense of time. There, mm-hmm. there, you know, there's no microwave with a clock on it. There's no clock in your room. Mm-hmm. And so you have to look at your phone. And since it's absolutely pitch black, I mean, there wasn't a crack at the bottom of the door. Mm-mm. There was nothing. I mean, it was absolutely Well, and then the black. noise. There's no noise. Yeah, either. the ship's made of steel. <clears throat> so... You know, it's inches of steel. Mm-hmm. And so you can unless there's somebody very loud in the hallway, mm-hmm. that's the only time you hear a noise. Or they come over the loudspeaker. Yeah. Which they did when we were in the Bahamas. Uh-huh. Um, but you have zero sense of time, so you, you can you end up sleeping later than you really yeah. want to. But I, I slept like a freaking baby. But it still was okay, though. Yeah. Like, like it was said, awesome. We was so still nice. didn't feel like we missed out on mm-hmm. anything. So that was good. And so Tuesday, we are just kind of trying to cram the rest of it in. and. Mm-hmm. Live did, it up. did our thing and, you know, had some drinks and and uh, ran around the boat and caught some more shows and set in some more stuff. And, you know, of course, Fozzie played again. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Fozzie closed it out. They, they, I, I wish they would have performed last. I know. I don't think that they should, and this is just my opinion, is they, they started performing in the evening, mm-hmm. but they were still done by... They had a pretty long set. They back. played for, what time were they done? Like 10? Yeah. Maybe. I make it sound like they played at 4. Uh-huh. But yeah, they were done about 10. But I mean, everything else was still going on until 2. Uh-huh. And, and that everything else was more bands. Mm-hmm. And I think they should have closed it out the way they kicked it off. Where yeah. Only one thing was happening from, you know, midnight they to 2. And it was them I know, because there's multiple things happening that night yeah. that we were like, oh man, like. You had to pick what you yeah, were going to do. Yeah, what you were going to do. And, you know, you were going to miss out on. The karaoke, you're yeah. going to miss out on a podcast or whatever. <clears throat> right. And yeah, so you did have to choose which one you wanted to do most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they, they did their third, they did their third final set for mm-hmm. the trip. And their first set, they played all originals in one, well, they do a, that SOS cover on one of their albums. But then the second night that they played was all covers. Mm-hmm. And they just played songs that they liked growing up. And it, yeah. that was a fun set. Yeah, it was cool. Because everybody knew the songs. There was uh-huh. people there that were there for the wrestling that didn't... I didn't know all the Fozzie songs. Yeah. I knew f- a couple that they had shown Oh, no, yeah, you did. What? Because he told us to pretend oh, that yeah. we did. No, he, that was if you owned the album. No, he, even the songs. He oh, said, okay. and if you don't know them, pretend you know them. Oh, okay. Too. Pretend to sing along. Mm-hmm. Like, like Garth on Wayne's Garth World. Garth does. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... But so then, the, by the last time you played, though, you you knew the songs. Yeah, I know. And so you got to sing along with them, and and yeah, you know, and, and it was just, it was so much fun. So after that, we we kind of, oh well, I that day I we decided to go gamble. We hadn't oh, hit the casino yeah. yet, uh-huh. so we decided to go gamble, and we're just we just, just had we didn't have that much yeah, money. Yeah, didn't have to that much money. Away. They had that. If you guys remember in the arcades, how. It was that sliding rack with all the coins in it. You'd throw a coin in and you'd try to get the coins to bump Fall the other off. coins yeah. off to slide off. And they had an actual gambling machine like that. So instead of getting stupid tickets, you were actually winning poker chips and uh-huh. coins, coins for the machine uh-huh. that you could cash out. Or cash. Yeah, cash. or Yeah, and there was cash in there too that could fall off. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, uh, I was kind of pitter-patting around trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And do I want to play the slots and I want to do that. And then... I realized that Jerry the King Lawler is sitting right there. So I just sat down right next to him and started playing. And we said a couple of words to each other here and there. And then you came over and I was like, hey, get a picture of me and the king gambling. Yeah, I had no idea that he was sitting right there at first, too. I was like, oh, oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) So he sat there and gambled next to me for 15, 20 minutes. And then he lost all his money. Yeah. (laughs) And then we lost all ours. Yeah. Um, That was cool, uh, though. Yeah. But cool I think because he was kind of he's like oh you guys got a system there whenever yeah we we did it together because uh-huh. we initially you were doing one side and I was going to do the other and I was like let's just put our coins in the same one uh-huh. um, which yeah it still made didn't. Us, yeah we didn't end up on top <laughs> we still got to play for a long time yeah we did it was um, fun so that was kind of funny just mm-hmm. running into him there and mm-hmm. and then we found out that day that there were people on the ship that. Like, this lady had no idea who he was. And I'm like, how do you not know yeah. who he is? So he was, like, trying to explain to her who, who he, he was. was. <laughs> and then we find out that there was, like, two or three people on the ship that had went to a travel agent and said, hey, I don't have a long t- I can't do, like, a seven-day cruise. Yeah, I just want a short. even a five-day. I just want a quick one. Go Take me somewhere like the Bahamas. Bahamas. And they're like, oh, well, Norwegian's got this cruise line. We'll put you on that. They were not wrestling fans. They were not rock, <laughs> rock fans. fans. Had no idea what the cruise was about, and were completely surprised 
once they got on the ship and were like, what are all these going on? drunk people in costumes? <laughs> because people were dressed like Macho Man Randy Savage. and yeah. People dressed up every day and night like mm-hmm. their favorite wrestlers. Um, and it was like a floating, you know, wrestling. I've never been to WrestleMania, but I could imagine WrestleMania week mm-hmm. with all the events oh, and yeah. stuff. It was kind of like a floating version of that. Yeah. Um, and so the, these people that had no idea what was on there were like, what the hell is going on? This is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was just kind of funny. That was funny. And so then the we, we after the Fozzie thing happened that night, we ran around for a little bit more and, and then uh, caught King yeah. putting on the last set and... They were one of the last ones to play, and Jericho was supposed to show up and sing Hot for Teacher with them, but he didn't. And he didn't, yeah. And, uh, and there was only like 16 of us there yeah. by that time. And uh-huh. everything, people were kind of worried about partying too hard. Well, a lot of people were at the karaoke thing. Yeah, too. so I guess the karaoke thing was supposed to be insane. And we caught, we went over there after that as it was kind of wrapping up. Uh-huh. Yeah, they weren't singing um, anymore. Yeah, they were done singing. Yeah. Karaoke was one of the funner things. Oh, man, karaoke was a lot of fun. Well, and just like people yeah, watching. Yeah, just watching everybody. Watching people and, and listening to them sing and some of them knew how to sing and a lot of them didn't know how to sing and you're like oh my god but everybody everybody was super supportive even if they suck yeah i know because even the guy like hosting would be like that was great job that was epic and it was like that was epically awful because like (laughs) that one night we were sitting with uh noel and frank were right here and then those guys that were dressed like the dudleys were in front of us and that, I can't remember what song that guy started singing. It was absolutely horrible, and I could not stop laughing. Yeah. And those dudes turned around and like saw me laughing, and they started laughing because yeah. I was like, "This is horrible." Yeah, it was just awful. I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was fun. So we we, we spent fun. a couple hours those two nights with the karaoke at the karaoke. We, we didn't sing. No. Just uh-huh. watching all of them. No. And I guess I I commend the people that that can actually get up there and and sing because mm-hmm. there's no way that I would want to embarrass myself at all. Right. I would yeah. be awful. I'd I know to, I would be awful. I would have to be 100% confident that I was going to do really good. Yeah, I know. Frank did really good. Frank the Clown. Yeah, Frank the Clown. He did Ice Ice Baby that one yeah, night. Yeah, he did really good. And I can't remember what he did. Oh, he, he did the Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. Boys, yeah. Oh, that other night. That other night. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and then so the guy Matt that we met... On the on the ship, it was funny. So we met <laughs> the him first night. The first night, yeah. And he sits next to us in the Remembering Eddie Guerrero podcast. Yeah, and so we're talking to him, and I mean, we we saw him. So I mean, I guess we saw everybody that we would see constantly all the time. Yeah, yeah, throughout the the whole cruise, and uh, we would keep seeing him. So anyway, the first night, like he's talking to us and he's telling us that. He and his wife were there, and mm-hmm. um, the, they went on this cruise first, and then right when they got off of that cruise, the Jericho cruise, they were going to get on another cruise uh-huh. for another seven days. Right, which would be a more traditional right. destination type of cruise, not uh-huh. not a themed type of cruise. Yeah. So he was basically wife. explaining this was for him, uh-huh. and the next one would be for, for her. her. Uh-huh. Um, she was not a wrestling fan. No. She was not a rock, rock fan. fan. So he tells us about her the first night, and he's talking about his wife, and they came together, and I'm like, well, where is she? And he's like, I don't know. She went to go see something else, but she probably just went to bed and all that. And so then we saw him like 10 more times. Yes, literally like 10 more times. <laughs> never saw his wife. No. And so I like after like the first five or six, I was like, 
I don't think he, his wife's with does him. Does he even have a wife? I, <laughs> I think he made this up. I think he's lying. He's just lying. He's, he's <laughs> pretending that she's here yeah. to not sound like he's here by himself. <laughs> and we would see him with other people hanging out yeah. and drinking and, and in the podcast. And, and then we show up at the other one and he shows up and, and is like, oh, hey. And oh, no, was that when he had her? That was when he had her. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So finally, yes. on Monday, Monday night Monday at night. the McFoley yes. thing, she, uh, or we thought it was the McFoley thing, but it ended up being oh, the, other, be the other one. Yeah. It ended up being uh-huh. Hurricanes right. uh, podcast. But he, uh, he shows up and we finally meet her. And I was like, I thought you were a myth. I thought he made you up. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> and she sits down for like two seconds and then leaves. And she's like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, I'm going to go to bed. And we're like, oh, that's, uh, and so, you know. We we then we saw him like one or two more times and mm-hmm. things like that and but they didn't really spend that much time together. No. And you could tell that this was just something she was not into at into all. at all. Uh-huh. Um, and so we kind of started talking about how once again it one for one how how happy that we were that we have so much fun in this mm-hmm. and. When we so got much fun to, together. Yeah, doing this, these things. Mm-hmm. And when we got together, you weren't a wrestling fan. No. And it took a while for me to... Even say that Even you kind were... of bring it up. Uh-huh. Um, and see if you would be interested in it as well. Yeah. My mom was a wrestling fan when, uh-huh. back in the day. But... Well, and your dad was, because uh-huh. your dad and I would talk wrestling. Yeah. Like, old school wrestling uh-huh. stuff. Um, a lot, and he was always thought it was funny that I knew who all these people were. old wrestlers yeah. were, and I'm like, yeah, I know who that is, and <laughs> I know who Bobo Brazil is, and I, you know, and so we'd kind of go through all that stuff. But I've I've been, I don't I don't want to say I'm I'm a historian about it, but I know a lot of a lot of history behind the wrestling stuff, and so mm-hmm. I've just I'm more than just a casual fan mm-hmm. with a lot of it because I know a lot of these guys' careers and who trained them and. Backstories. Yeah, they're backstories because I, that's just something I was into and I uh-huh. want to know whether it was watching their, you know, behind the scenes documentaries or reading about them or, you know, I, I read both of McFoley's first two books that oh. were on the, the New York Times bestseller list. And, um, and so just finding out more about them was, I don't know if I'd say a passion, but it was just something I was kind of into. Mm-hmm. And so when I introduced you to it, it was just kind of like fingers crossed that you weren't going to be like, this is stupid. A bitch about yeah, it. Yeah, this is idiotic, and <laughs> yeah. I'm not into this, and and so we. That's kinda, when you have to have the open mind. Yeah, you need to, to be open, open to, to new experiences. Experience it, and if you don't like it, I do think we've talked about. For you need to be honest, mm-hmm. but I I look at them, that couple that was on the cruise, and it's like she obviously did not like this. Mm-hmm. So what's what's the solution? Now we also saw multiple. And met multiple guys that were there without their wives. Mm-hmm. Where if you want to get into the the jealousy piece, I guess from a female's perspective, knowing that your husband's going to go on a cruise ship with something that's probably ninety percent other males. Uh, yeah, it was it was a sausage. It fest. was a complete sausage. <laughs> fest. No, there was women on there too, but. Yeah. A lot. It was a well, lot. Well, most of, of the women were connected to the performers. Mm-hmm. I think that was what. It wasn't just my bald head, tattoos, and beard that made people think I was somebody. I think a lot of it was you were with me, because when you saw Eddie, he was with his 
wife or girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and that's how a lot of them were. And so I think that that was... Yeah, a lot of them had their girlfriends and yeah. Yeah, wives with them. And well, I for, the, was cool. for the performers, for the, they yeah, looked the at it as a an opportunity of downtime with their family. Yeah. Hey, I've got to perform, you know, twice over four days. Yeah, heck yeah. Yeah, you're coming and bringing the whole family uh-huh. with us. And so they looked at it as a, at a, as a getaway in time with the family. Mm-hmm. And we saw a lot of guys that looked at it as male bonding with their bros and other dorky wrestling fans or whatever you wanted to call them that got together. Um, It was so cool though. But I think that I I couldn't imagine there's, and we've talked about before, but I couldn't imagine a trip or scenario or anything like this coming up where I'm like, I know you're not into this, so I'm going to go do this Mm -hmm. with the guys. Mm -hmm. And it's not that, you're like, well, I'm not into it, but I'm not letting you go without me, so I'm going with you. Yeah, I know. It's, it's And then being a stick in the mud the whole time. Yeah, and that's kind of how that guy's wife was. You could just tell she was just like... Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, just completely not into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I, I, I think I have a hard time even suggesting how to handle that because I don't know what that's like anymore. I know, uh-huh. um, I know in my previous relationship, I just didn't do it. I didn't... I just didn't do anything. And I could see if if she had been okay, I would have, you know, called up Trent or whoever and be like, hey, let's do let's go on this cruise. Yeah. Because, you know, she's not into it and she doesn't want to go. Uh-huh. Um, or I, you know, would have taken Seth depending on his age. Oh, I know. And just done it with him. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, it, but it, you know, we saw that. We saw guys that were there to kind of, not to really get away from their wives, but you could tell they were there because their wife just... Doesn't want to. Doesn't like wrestling. Isn't into wrestling and wouldn't have fun with it. And I think that a lot of it ultimately kind of goes back to what you have in common Mm -hmm. and how you are in a relationship. Because I try to still look at it even from the other perspective of if there was a a performing arts cruise Mm -hmm. where they were doing, you know, Disney themed plays every day and you were like I really want to go I wouldn't I wouldn't be like yeah call one of your girlfriends and do that I know you don't want to do it with me I would go with you yeah and it it, it, once again it wouldn't be oh my god well I'm going to go on this stupid thing I would enjoy going on it with you yeah I know I know well and um, even on our honeymoon we did Disney trivia in front of thousands of people yeah you know and it was it's just Mm-hmm. What the stuff that we have in common with each other? <clears throat> yeah, I, I you know I think that that's that it's just very important to to look at that. And if you if you initially don't think you have something in common, like you said, just open your mind up to it. Mm-hmm. Just give it a chance. And if you don't like it, I think it is very important. That you say, you know what, I've I've tried it. I'm just not into it. But I don't really see how that's possible mm-hmm. sometimes. And I, I don't think people like hearing that. And, you know, people can use hypotheticals. Well, what if you're, what if she was in a macrame? Would you, <laughs> would you be open to macrame? Probably not. No, I wouldn't. But, you know, you're not a dork, so I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know, if you were like, hey, you know, because I, I, you know, I kind of, I kind of make fun of some of the, you know, the arts here and there. But if you were like, hey, I really want us to go do this paint and wine night thing. I would probably make fun of it for a second and then be like, well, yeah, let's go. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and I'd pull a John Cena when I painted. Yeah. But I would have fun with it, mm-hmm. and I would make a good time out of it, and I could see at the end of that being like, that I don't mind fun. if we do that again. Yeah. That's okay. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it still is really just us doing stuff together is the most fun. Mm-hmm. And whatever else is going on around it is just bonus. I know. And I think that that was, you know, this this was just, you know, a trip of a lifetime. It oh, was so much fun. Yeah, so it um, was just a completely different experience yeah, than we've ever had right. with any type of trip that we've yep. taken. The only downside I had was we had to miss Halloween. <laughs> I know. And we love Halloween. Absolutely. We always have a huge party every year. Uh-huh. And so we had to not do that. And that, that was really tough to get over. And as much as I enjoyed the cruise... I At least we still love... got to. We did still get to dress. We got up. to dress up, yeah, because the last night was costume night, uh-huh. and uh, so we did the skeletons, and, uh-huh. and we looked pretty good. And we, well, I say we. You got a lot of compliments on yours, um, and uh, we had fun doing that. So at least we got to dress mm-hmm. up, and we got to watch Scream one yeah, night when we were yeah, going to bed. No, they had and, I, and I was like, we wow, screaming forever. I hadn't watched it in forever, and I forgot how scary it how was. Good. It's a good yeah. movie, man. Yeah. And uh, yes, they played. We crawled into bed at two o'clock in the morning one night, and they had it playing. So mm-hmm. we we caught it like right at the beginning, right, right before Drew Barrymore got killed. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And yeah, so that that was fun. And then I think we fell asleep, and then we caught like the rest of it while we were getting ready mm-hmm. the next day or something. But uh, yeah, I mean, as much as I enjoyed the cruise, I would love to go again. I, I think he's probably going to do it again. I don't yeah. know if he'll do it next year, yeah. but he'll do it again. I hope that. They would either do it a weekend earlier or a weekend later. I know. Um, just so I don't have to worry about missing Halloween. Yeah. Because that, that would, I, if they do it next year, I, I've, I can't miss on, Halloween two years Halloween. again. Two I years know. in a row. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely worth it. I mean, I think that anybody that hasn't done a cruise, we looked at the packages to buy booze. And it was outrageously oh, expensive. Yeah, yeah. They wanted, basically, after the gratuity. So, so to kind of break it down, you know, we paid whatever to get the room. And that's, that's relative based on the type of room you want. So mm-hmm. that can vary. And uh, we paid a little more for this one just because of what, it, what was. it was. Regular cruise ships, you can probably get one for a longer time for less money. Mm-hmm. But this one had way more events. And it was events we wanted to partake in. Yeah. If you so just want to go on a cruise. Us. Yeah, if you want to go on a cruise and you're not a rock or wrestling fan don't, don't do, do this, this cruise uh-huh. but this one you know you you had you paid for your room but then they basically charged you like 15 dollars per person per day gratuity just for being on the ship mm-hmm. so for a like couple a service fee yeah you had to pay 30 dollars a day so that's 120 bucks just for being on there on top of whatever you paid for your room mm-hmm. now all the food and the buffets and the cafeteria is that free the juice is free, the coffee's free, the milk Unless and the water is free. Unless you want to go to like the special... Yeah, there's specialty restaurants uh-huh. that you can get reservations for and do stuff like that. Um, but then, like, you could buy the soda package. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted soda on the ship, they didn't have a, a fountain drink where you could just go up and fill up with a cup. Mm-hmm. You had to go to basically a soda bartender yeah. and get it. So you had to pay, like, whatever, $10 per person per day for that. Uh-huh. We don't drink soda, so uh-huh. we were okay not having that. And then they had the beer and wine package, which was, what was that, like $50 per... $53? $53 per, per person day. per day, uh-huh. plus a 20% gratuity, gratuity fee per person per day. Uh-huh. So even using round numbers, it's 120 bucks a day. 
for four days, and you're spending almost $500 on beer and wine. Yeah. And we knew that we didn't want to We weren't going to drink beer. Uh-huh. But so what that put us in was the, the all-alcohol package for hard drinks, shots, mixed drinks, booze, alcohol, liquor, whatever you Everything. want. You also get in that, the beer and wine, and you get the soda. Mm-hmm. But it was, after the gratuities, it was about $100 per person mm-hmm. per, day. per day. So it would have been $800. I don't think I could drink $800 worth of booze in a four-day period. Yeah. And then we looked at it and we're like, okay, well, the first day, you don't pull out a port until 4.30. Mm-hmm. So you're basically paying $200 that day for... An evening of drinks. Then you have all day Sunday. And then you have half a day Monday because you spent the entire morning and afternoon in the Bahamas. And then you have the whole day on the last day. Yeah. And so we kind of did the math and we were like, well, as long as we don't spend this amount per drink on everything, there's no way we're going to go over that. Over that, that. Uh uh-huh. Yeah, because we we estimated $15 per drink. Yeah. Which meant you had, we each had to have high six end. drinks a day. Yeah. And then we get on board and we find out the drinks we were drinking. We, were we, I was either drinking Bullet on the Rocks uh-huh. or, well, they were either 9 to 11. I don't, oh, still don't yeah, know I know. Some of them were cheaper yeah, than we, others. Yeah. And when we did like the specialty drinks, they were 1095. Yeah. Um, so still, I, it was kind of comparable to a bar or at least yeah. an event uh-huh. when you go I know. to like a well, rock concert. It wasn't concert. like... It, 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 you got gouged if you bought the liquor package. Yeah, for sure. It so was, it was we were, I was so glad we didn't get the liquor package. Yeah, yeah. it was definitely not worth it to mm. for us anyway to get the liquor package. Now I think if you're a heavy beer drinker, you could get the buckets of beer. Mm-hmm. And it would se- be you worth got seven, it for what, six you. beers, and you only had to pay for four. Uh huh. But it was shit beer. Yeah, it wasn't good beer. That was the thing. So. I mean, we we found like one bar on the ship that, that served good actual beer. good beer. Yeah, but all the little floating excuse me bartenders and things when the shows were going on it was crap beer it was bud light and bud and corona i mean yeah you were paying way over what that shitty beer well there were the little cans of corona yeah like the skinny little yeah there's no bottles Uh uh-huh um so i was so glad we didn't purchase the Mm -hmm. the the liquor package package. yeah so Um, fair warning you don't need to buy the liquor package the only thing i wish we would have brought was, was some kind of bottle to put water yeah. in. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we did when we got our cool little nifty little drink it in man. Yeah. Cups. This one we first got there, and I I think they ran out of these mm-hmm. because people were like, "Where did you, where'd get, you get those?" That? And mm-hmm. we just kind of lucked out with the first one we did. So yeah, we did. But it was a blast. Yeah. We, we we had so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely do it again. Like yes. I said, just depending on when in when the year they was. do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad we were part of the very first one. Mm-hmm. This weekend, there's only what I say, 2,198 other people that can say, say that. They did. Uh-huh. So <clears throat> it was awesome. Nice. I know that we we had people that were considering going, and I hope they regret not going because <laughs> they should. <laughs> they, it was yeah, so much fun. It was. Um, but you know, I, I think that uh, you know this was way off topic from what we usually talk about. Yeah. But it was uh-huh. um, maybe we kind of wanted to relive it because it's been about a week since. You know, we did it, mm-hmm. and uh, we, like I said, we knew we had people that had questions about it. Yeah, and, we wanted to just kind of, yeah, I mean, let you all know our, our fun experience that we did have, mm-hmm. and it's it's nice to just to share the stories. Take and, a vacation with your partner. Yes, take a vacation with your partner. Um, I mean, we, we travel a lot together, 
But this year, we've actually been able to do, like, actual vacations. Yeah, yeah usually we don't. And this year, we, we did Boston. Mm-hmm. We did this one. We did... Uh, Tennessee. Ten- yeah, for our, for our anniversary, Nashville. we did uh-huh. Nashville and Memphis. Uh-huh. So, yeah, we were able to take actual three. Vacations the last time we did that was... That wasn't a holiday to visit somewhere. Was it our honeymoon? Probably was. I think it was. Yeah. I mean, we always try to do fun stuff when we are on the road and, right. yeah, yeah, and yeah. doing stuff. So it doesn't feel like it's been that long. Yeah. But, but it like an actual vacation where you don't have to worry about yeah, work working and, and yeah, all that stuff. And all and that. Because I, I feel like I'm on a vacation all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Take a vacation with your partner. Do it with uh, just amongst each other. Just yeah. the two of you. Mm-hmm. Leave the kids back home with grandma or whoever you can yeah. leave them with and have a good time with your partner. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, I mean, this was only, I mean, there's, there's really long, there's like two week cruises, full seven days and mm-hmm. this is four days. Yeah. It was a four day little cruise. It, it was, was it was a nice little break. It was a way to, we, it was over the weekend. So I didn't have, feel like I missed too much work and I had mm-hmm. to play a ton of catch up when I got back. Um, and there was just a nice little getaway. Mm-hmm. It was it was really cool, and you don't have to spend thousands of dollars on a cruise ship to do that. Most states have something you can go do mm-hmm. where you can get away for a couple of days. I mean, you and I have talked about it, about just, well, we could go to Oklahoma City for two days and have a blast. Yeah. Um, and hopefully you're with a partner where, whatever the situation scenario is, you are going to have a blast. Yeah. Um, but take advantage of that. Make sure you take time to do that stuff together and that you... It's important. Yeah, that you you enjoy those experiences and and do something that Make you both would enjoy. Yeah, yeah. If you are in that, well, I like this and he likes that, or she likes this and I like that. Whatever it is, you know, do something that you both would enjoy. Uh-huh. A vacation shouldn't be a compromise. No, it should be something that you both want to do and are into. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever that is, if one of you likes amusement parks and the other one doesn't, then don't go to the amusement park. You know, what is it that you two do have in common that you would enjoy extracurricularly? I don't know if that's a <laughs> word or not, but, and do it together. Yeah. And that can be anything. Is it the beach? Is it the city? Is it, you know, is it a Comic-Con event? Is it, yeah. you know, a cruise ship? Is it, you know, a tr- going going somewhere where neither of you have ever been before is a blast. Yeah. Um, I know way too many people that haven't got out of their own backyard. I know. Well, and even just for us, like, we love going places where it's even, where we just go and eat and drink the local beer. Yeah. You know? Yep. And that's fun enough. I mean, who wouldn't, I guess, unless you're not a drinker. Right. But who wouldn't enjoy that? Who yeah. wouldn't enjoy tasting yummy new food? Right. With your yeah. with your partner. Well, yeah, and that, that's one of the things that we always kind of try to look like. What's if we go to a new state? Like, what are they? What are they famous for? Yeah, what do they specialize? What, what is their special food or drink? Mm-hmm. And and most states have something mm-hmm. that you can kind of find and be open minded and try it. There's there's plenty of stuff that I can say I don't like, but I will still at least try it. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, when I do, it's a good experience. Oh yeah. I, I think people are so fearful of of trying things new. That's how you get stuck in a rut. And if you're stuck in a rut, you know, when people talk about shaking it up, it doesn't have to mean go out and buy, you know, a $40 bondage kit and <laughs> sweat the shit out of each oh, other. It can mean just go do something different you haven't done before. Uh-huh. Getting stuck in a rut is very easy to do. It's 
life, it's kids, it's work, it's relationships, it's sports, it's minivans. Turn it all off and just go do something. I mean, we're taking a trip to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee in two weeks. In a weeks. couple weeks. Uh-huh. And if, if I didn't know that that was Dolly Parton's hometown, I would have no idea what the hell Pigeon Forge, Tennessee is. Yeah. I've never been there. It's mm-hmm. never been a destination of mine. I have to go there for work. And we're going to have fun. Yeah. We're going to have a blast. We're going to go to Dollywood. Yeah. Who? How many people have been to Dollywood? <laughs> people that we had got asked today, you guys going to go to Graceland? I'm like, no. <laughs> Graceland? Pff. Going to, Going to Dollywood. <laughs> well, I mean, it's on the complete opposite yeah, end is. of Tennessee, too. But and if I had a trip to Graceland, I would definitely be going to Graceland. Oh man, I know that would be cool. Well, we were going to do it on our honeymoon. I know. We or, need or, to, I'm sorry, on our anniversary. We need to. We need to do that one. Well, I've got to go back to Nashville in December. We need to do that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not into that. So. <laughs> but yeah. So yes, to uh, say it again, take a trip. Yeah. Go go somewhere, even if it is just a weekend getaway to the mountains or whatever. We'll, we'll pick a little town that's you know about an hour away from where we live mm-hmm. that I haven't been to in forever and you've never been to. And we're like, let's just go spend the day there. Yeah. And we'll go there and eat and make fun of how crappy it is. But yeah. we always have a good time. Yeah, go cho- shopping, antique yeah. shopping. Hit the antique or... stores, hit the mm-hmm. malls, hit the whatever. The comic there. book stores. Yeah, the comic book stores, whatever <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. And... Have fun with it. And hopefully you have a partner that you can do that that unfun, extremely fun stuff with. Because mm-hmm. um, that's that's what's enjoyable about life. And that's what should be enjoyable about your relationship and your marriage and your partnership. Yes. Is having fun, I don't want to say doing nothing, but doing anything. Mm-hmm. You know? know? Yeah. And so shake it up. Get out there. Yes. Do something with each other. Yes, please do. Um... So I guess that's uh, kind of wraps it up for for all for this episode. I know this is uh, a we longer. We actually talked a lot longer yeah, than I thought we me would. Me too. I didn't think we'd be talking an hour, so let alone an hour and a half. Right. I know. Oh, I did want to give a shout out to Mary Beth and Phil. Yep. Our friends. They got married this weekend. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, guys. We're so happy for you. Thanks for inviting us to the wedding. Yes, it was awesome. It was yep. so pretty. Such a pretty wedding. We loved mm-hmm. it. Did anybody have any anniversaries? Um, recently. No. Gosh, I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, not sure, but yeah, just want to say congratulations to them, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think that wraps it up for the week. And thanks for listening as always. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, um, subscribe to our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, all of that. And we'll, we'll be back on Target next week with. Yes, we should be back on target next week with, <laughs> with topics with everything more relative to to relationships. relationships yeah. yeah, but thanks for listening and we will talk to you next week. Thanks. <laughs>